Hi, and this is Marilyn, and welcome back to, is it episode, I think it's episode 10, we've, we're already at, wow, I just need to check, um, yep, it's episode 10, and, oh no, it's not, it's episode 11, where's my mind, it's, it's probably the beautiful sunny um, weather we have outside, England actually has sun. Um, and I suppose most of you are out there enjoying this beautiful weather, charging up your melanin, getting the sun on your skin, reactivating some vitamin E and some essential oils, the body oils that are produced when um, our skin comes into contact with the sun. So today's podcast is the 18 to 20 um, rule. And before we start, um, I just want to give thanks to Rebs Omari. Um, that was his one of his um, songs, and it was called um, Getaway. So please check him out on SoundCloud. Um, I'm going to try and get him, get his permission so I can use some more of his tracks just to use as an intro. Um, he's actually my nephew as well, so I'm biased, but um, yeah, brilliant voice, brilliant song, really interesting words that um, represent what's going on in our time right now. So, oh, I've just dropped my pen. We're going to look at the 80 to 20 rule. And the 18, I mean, there's so many um, people talking about this. There's videos, there's people speaking on YouTube, Forbes magazine has printed um, or produced an, a brilliant article on this. Um, so what is the 18 to 20 rule? Well, it was, um, it was started, I, I don't know if it's discovered, but it was brought to life by an Italian guy, Italian man called Wilfredo Pareto. And Wilfredo's um, spelt with a V, but that's just how they pronounce it. Um, if I'm wrong, just let me know. Um, so he actually um, started off um, talking about the 18 to 20 rule. And 
what he um what he stated was eighty percent of the income and the land um where he came from Italy was owned by twenty percent of the population um and we can actually look at this and we can apply this to the wealth of this world you know it's eighty percent is actually owned by twenty percent and we know and what their names are you know everybody talks about um the people that's in charge the families that own um most of you know the wealth in the country so um you know that's one of the main examples that we we can apply this to apply this um but what i want to actually talk about is how we can apply in our life and and give some examples so it's used in um it's used in relationships so to have a what it's stated is to have a healthy relationship um you have to be getting 8% of the things that you need or you desire from your partner um so if there's 20% of your relationship that is challenging i would say the word challenging um then the relationship isn't so bad um but it depends on that challenging isn't it because it's all relative so you could have a, per- a partner that does ticks all the boxes you could be doing so many different things that really good 80% but it's 20% you know I suppose you're not getting what you need though that's the argument but I suppose it's needs met so what is your needs met that's the most important thing is defining what are the things that you need and which moves on to the next point because some relationship experts or some people that create um, relationship articles or have relationship websites, um, and I'm going to give some links as well, um, actually say 80% of your relationship problems are internal battles and only 20% of them actually come from the relationship. So that's probably a really interesting thing um, statement because... Um, we could we would need to break that down and we would actually need to work out in terms of 80% are they conditions from childhood which we know modern psychology traditional psychology tells us that most of our relationship problems come from um, you know our childhood so I suppose it's the battles knowing that 80% um, comes from me but all these principles are really good but if you don't know yourself and you can you don't have the ability to self-reflect then you're gonna have a problem identifying what is yours it takes a person that can really give an honest assessment of their um their shortcomings and their abilities and problems to be able to um you know to be able to really work through this and to say well i'm looking at myself I realise where I'm being triggered and where I'm being perhaps petty or where I'm actually being right and I'm being fair. So it's it's the first step maybe of measuring this. It goes back to what I said in you know in in the first few podcasts I said, and that's about um having a, being able to um self inquire about where you are and how you feel, being in touch with your feelings. Um and trying to have discernment and, and again it's a, it's about having 
people around you that can can gently, kindly, um, respectfully feed back to you any shortcomings that you may have and then not using it as a form of maybe control or coercion or to kind of trigger you. So, um, but I think the main, the main importance is, is that having, knowing that you can, um, you know, you can actually identify what is going on with yourself. Um, so internal battles at 80%, so 20% is coming from, I mean, yeah, 80% internal battles, 20% relationship problems are actually are actual relationship problems. Um, so therefore, again, knowing that if your partner's meeting 80% of your needs, and um, then the relationship is classed as healthy. Um, again, in terms of um, health, if you're eating healthy 80% of the time, then you're allowed to indulge in 20% um, of foods that may be unhealthy for you. I mean, I suppose that's where we have the cheat days when people have specific diets um, or time frames within the day where you could eat more foods that are going to make you put on more weight. Where so you've got your, like your carb times. Um, so that will work. In cells, really important. Um, in cells, 20% of your customers represent 80% of your sales. So if you're in business and you know you have, I mean, if you're in business and you're really looking about boosting up your business and refining your business um, and taking it to the next level, you're gonna have to identify which one of your customers are continuously paying for your services and um, identify do they make you know the bulk of your payment and are paying you the most you know so averaging up your business for a year when you do your tax return or your business forecast it's looking at where 80 percent of your income is coming from and then looking at those clients that created that 80 percent and maybe targeting more clients like them um because that's your makeup um in terms of where you're getting your income from it could be another way um where you could be doing various jobs, you might be a polymath and you're doing various jobs, and again, you're looking at where's 80% of my income coming in, in terms of my money, um, and then looking at what, what you're actually doing to bring in those jobs. But another thing is, is looking at your value system. So, for, because if you've got a if you've got like a paid nine to five job in an office that you hate and that's bringing in 80% of your income and your hustle is only bringing in 20%, it's, it's trying to identify how you can shift that. So you might be in, you might be starting a business that does need maybe, you know, about a year or two years to kind of build your clientele. So in the meantime, looking at the, the 80% of where you get your income from is, is saying to yourself, well, actually, 80% is from this job I hate. I know I'm going to be here for the maybe next two years or a year or whenever. What is it What is it I can do to kind of shorten the time I'm going to be here and locate those people that are paying me, you know, who are paying for my business um, and try and increase that? So what steps can I take? Or 
can it be that instead of me hating on this job, maybe I'll get a job that's very in a similar field, but I know that I won't stay there. So maybe you might want to get a temporary job because you're building your business, so you don't need to have a longer commitment. And knowing that the job is temporary, it will enable you to to get off on your feet and stop being complacent, perhaps. Um, Or um, start off, incorporate the the bits that you do like about your job, writing them down and seeing if you can create maybe another career from the things that you do like. So you may work in in a place where you're you're doing administrative work but sometimes you may be doing some training with the staff if if you do need a job but you really enjoy that aspect of your job for example the training then maybe that's that's the area maybe you might have to move into because it's about being real it's about you know times are really we can say about abundance but times can be really really challenging and sometimes you need a cushion before you jump into the sea of being totally self-employed. So again, if you plan properly, then you would be able to work the 80 to 20 rule. So if you plan where you are earning your money, you're building your business, you can give your building, your business the best. So you can give it the best website. You can spend so much money on marketing um, targeting the customers that are going to bring in 80% of your income. And in that way, you, when you're ready to kind of leave your job, um, you would have worked your business. So you're only having to put in 20% effort to reach 80% results. And that's the thing that, that's a, that's a real key, which I'm going to come to um, in terms of energy um, and working your business, you know, marketing your business. Because if you can target for 20% that's bringing in 80% of revenue, then you're, you cannot fail. So if there's aspects to your business which are just taking up too much time. So for example, if you're on social media and you're on social media 80% of your working life or your life where you're up and you're not getting much comeback from that in terms of maybe um, sales or in terms of maybe just people signing up to your mailing list or inquiring about your business, then you have to revisit what is going on um, in your business because your business, social media should be doing two things. It should be generating interest, it should be generating sign-ups, or it should be generating in, in um, income. Um, one of the three things that should be happening. So if you're spending 80% of the time and you're not getting any of these results. And and for me, I think that at the beginning, you have to put in 80% and you may get 20% back. But eventually that will flip on his head and you will be putting 20% um, of the work into social media and getting more 80% results. Um, um, in terms of health, again... Um, it's like building so again if you're doing so many different gym classes and you're not getting any results then you're obviously working out wrong but if you're applying that principle again into targeting you know doing the right type of exercise so in in the gym that I go to now Marilyn goes to the gym can you believe this um the, the trainer was talking about um the new type which is also my my sister's also a personal trick um um keep fit instructor um a workout instructor and she she said the same thing it's like you you know you do 
you push yourself so you go slow first and you go fast then you go slow so it's like that walk run walk run that's going to reduce more produce more results apparently now than um just the standard working out if i'm wrong again please let me know please be educate me but this is what my trainers told me you know so you're you're cycling go for one minute of fast cycling because that's going to push and extend you know that's going to push you to the next level I'm seeing more definition in my body than I've done before. But again, I think the fact that I've been doing a 30-30 wellness program before and I've been training my muscle memory is is, is toning up much faster. So um, that does work. So again, it's doing the right thing. You know, you, with weight loss, it's not worth watching calories and doing all these things if you're eating after a certain time. The fact that I'm no longer eating after 8 o'clock um or seven o'clock is having a huge impact on me so I feel like I'm doing now I feel like I'm only doing because it's no longer a chore I feel like I'm doing 20 percent and I'm getting eight percent results so it's really you know at the beginning I think applying this principle is going to be quite tough it's going to be unbalanced um but if it once you get a rhythm it works it really does work um so that's that's the um key with health as well um i want to talk about energy so energy is really interesting because again for me i always think that or i i think it's reversed when it comes to energy um when it comes to myself when i feel um that when i put in energy into myself um so when i'm unbalanced i put in 80% energy I don't feel like I'm getting 20% results of energy. I feel like I'm getting 80% results of energy. But I think what um, self-care and looking after yourself and focusing on yourself and focusing on your task and your goals, you're creating um, a kind of um, energy bank within yourself. So, so you end up, you do end up expending less energy because your boundaries are more firm. So, for example, if I'm getting up, I'm doing exercise, I'm stretching, I'm doing yoga, or I'm doing meditation, and I'm doing my um, journaling in the morning, I find that I don't have to do so much during the day to, to get natural energy or to mentally maintain energy. And when I say mentally maintain energy, it's when you tend to be tired, you're not centred, you're spending so much energy to keep creating boundaries. But when you're centered in the morning from your morning practice, um, could be anything, it could be prayers, it could be just a walk, what some of my friends do. Um, you've you don't have to use so much energy to try and keep those boundaries or keeping people out because you have a natural boundary that you've built up. So it's 20%, you're doing that in the morning, it will feed you for a whole day. It will enable you to make more better choices because a foundation, you, we build a foundation every morning. We build a foundation and we build protection. So it enables you to make more choices throughout the day and you can get stressed throughout the day, but it's not gonna, the, the impact is not gonna be um, so intense as when you don't have that. So. That 20% of time in the morning does power you up. But to me, it does feel like I'm, I've, I'm gaining double, you know, um, 160% or something because I'm taking time out um, 
and it's just really producing that fuel. So that's really important. I suppose one thing I want to think about, um, again, with foods that we eat, when you think about um, foods that are helping you maintain energy, um, eating little and often will produce much better results because, again, if you're eating a lot of food, um, maybe three times a day, big massive meals and you're not snacking in between or you're not when I mean snacking I don't mean biscuits and cakes I mean you know like fruit um seeds nuts those kind of foods and water having water what they're doing they're giving you the energy that you need whereas I suppose if you're eating big foods um or a big plate of food you're not eating in between you're going without food you're spending so much time digesting the food because you're eating much larger amounts that the amount of energy it takes to digest your food in your body um it's going to take away your energy and again if you're spending time trying to digest food your energy is not going it's coming from your brain so you, for one you can't function at work two energetically your boundaries will be down because the energy is going a lot of energy is going to your stomach to digest free because you use up so much energy digesting the heavy food you're more likely to be hungry again um and also the, the foods again you go for the because your energy is depleted you're more likely to go for sugary foods um to kind of bring that energy back up and i noticed that with me when I was um doing some training, I didn't have that quick energy break, you know, um maybe some fruit or snack, you know, like a, a really healthy snack. And I, I noticed when I went to eat, I just needed sugar straight after because my, my sugar was low and I wanted to build up the energy. I felt more stressed. I felt more frazzled. So it's really important. So um, it's that's one thing to take into consideration. Twenty percent of the certain foods you eat, eat are going to help you. Um, so I think it's really important to kind of apply that principle. It goes in anything. I mean, I first heard it. I think when it was it was Tim Ferriss's book, um, the Four Hour Work Week, um, when he was talking about um, being able to leverage your business or leverage your work if you're working for a company where you're working four days a week. But you're also creating a passive income um, doing other stuff. So that enabled you to play golf on a Friday or go to the park on a Friday or just enjoy life. Um, and what he was talking about was automation, um, automating your goods and services. Um, what else was he talking about? Um, licensing yourself out um, and um, working remotely you know so kind of getting things together so things work for you you know doing affiliate marketing or um getting somebody paying somebody to do you know to do other stuff for you so and scheduling scheduling a lot of things which is something and um, when I go into more or less talking more about work and business and clients and um setting up you know I'm going to do that um, probably more in the summer because I still want to concentrate on a lot of the personal development issues because they're really key at the moment. But um, listening to Tim, I'm um, reading Tim Ferriss's book, The Four Hour Work Week. I hope it's Tim Ferriss. Yeah, um, was really important because um, it helped me look at the 80 um, 20 rule and look at, okay, because 
when you think about it, the people that are making the money, the big companies, they're mastering that because they are getting to, you know, 80% of the population, 80% of income of the population. And they're, they're also applied to the rich get richer because when you're in that bracket, you are going to support each other. And again, I think it's very much a thing of vibration, as a, you know, because the more you are lifting yourself up, the more you're going to resonate with people. You're not going to have to struggle. So again, that 20% of being in your energy will attract the right situations to you. And I'm going to give you an example before we finish shortly. Um, I went to an event and there was loads of people that one would say are in high places. Um, I went to an event to get information um, and just to do some research. And I was around somebody who really wanted to make it in that world. So they were, they were running around going to the key people making this have known, introducing themselves, um, you know, really just putting in, um, giving up business cards. Um, and I had a conversation with this person. And so I went to sit down in the ven in this venue and I just got talking to this, this person. I didn't know who this person was. And so the other person that was, you know, running around giving up business cards and, um, trying to get business um, came to me for a few seconds looking around wasn't engaging in the conversation I was having with this person um, and then he ran off you know again because he didn't fit that person I was sitting next to was of any use inverted commas so the joys of synchronicity. I just sat down because I just resonated and me and this person were just talking and we just had a really lovely conversation and it was really swapped numbers and said, let's, you know, let's get back in touch. Um, and, and the joke and the joy, actually, of the stories is that the person that I was speaking to would have really been able to help Um the person that had the business that was running around giving out his business card. And it just goes to show on the vibration that you are when you're in your space, when you're in your place, where where you are, where you need to be, things will come to you, you know. So when you're centred, it's, it's like that 20% of centering and really being in your space, you're not having to run around and do 80% of schmoozing and giving up business cards to get people to get buy your product. You are being still and 20% of energy you're, you're, you're giving to yourself is going to give, going to produce 80% results because it will bring the people that you need to you. Um, and it's such a beautiful affirmation from the universe to me. That you you know, because at first I was like, I'm I'm exhausted. But I look at this person run up and down. Is that what you're meant to do? No, I think you do have to kind of put yourself out there. But I think that you don't do it at a um. You you do it in a humane way, so you don't discount people just because, um, you don't know their name or you haven't asked their name. Because that's a key thing, you know. Um, but 
you know, real people, powerful people really build real, real authentic relationships because they can, they can afford to, they see the type of people coming. And I always think every single conversation you have is there to bring you something. It's an exchange of something. It may be just a word that might make you feel better or you might be able to help somebody else. Most interactions are meaningful unless you're hungry and you're tired and you want, you know, you, you just haven't got the energy to engage. And sometimes that can happen. But always be careful on your journey, you know, because that whole thing about climbing to the top or really getting known, um, you, you, it, it really lessens your power as an individual. So, five more minutes. Um, so... We've come to, oh, it's not five more minutes, actually. We've come to, it's 29 minutes. Looking at my, the wrong time. So we've come to the end of this segment. Um, let me know how you feel. Subscribe on iTunes and rate this podcast. It really would help me. I would be really grateful. Um, and also share this. If there's any feedback you would like, you know, you, you have to give me about this or any other topics you want to know about, please let me know. You can follow me on um, Instagram, MJ Fontaine, and my art page, MJ Fontaine Art. And also Patreon, which I'll leave a link. You can become a patron. I'm going to launch the After Dark um, podcast very soon, and that will be only for my Patreon subscribers. That's going to be all things sensuality, magic, joy, um goddess god anything to do with that so um please join the patreon and till next week this is marilyn fontaine signing off bye-bye